Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 98, Todd May, running for Mayor of Hamilton. Originally recorded on September 29th, this is the second recording of the interview. The first interview, SD card, was lost. Todd May, you're running for mayor of the city of Hamilton. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Well, thank you very much. So firstly, tell us, who is Todd May? Todd May, the best thing I could probably say would be artist, because that's just winding up author with actual painter with being a poet as well. But the thing is, is I'm also a preacher every so often at 541, once every eight weeks, I'll give sermon there. So I'm actually a part of the faith community as well. There's not really one thing you could say Todd May is, but I actually do care about people. So that's why I'm here. Why are you running? More or less joy, just because there's people with without a voice in town. Too many people. It could be the homeless. It's also the poor. It's anybody, even an abuse victim. It's somebody who doesn't think that their vote actually matters. Some, you know, somebody who doesn't even think they matter because there's a lot of people with depression issues, just all kinds of issues where they don't feel as if they're a part of something. So I do want, you know, everybody to know that they're included in everything. That's why I come up with a bunch of the different social programs as well, just to make things more inclusive for everybody. How have you contributed to your community and our city? Well, after uh, moving back to town, because I had been away for my main relationship, which didn't end up too well. But when I came back to town, I got back involved with the faith community once again. And that once again got me writing again, painting again, also doing a little bit of poetry. But the main focus was the actual faith and trying to make people inside the neighborhood feel a lot better because doing preaching or, you know, just a kind word with people makes a day. What are your three top policy platforms to create a better Hamilton and how will you implement them? Well, first of all, I have to say the Meet the Mayor program. I think I've already uh, shared the literature on that. Now, with the Meet the Mayor program, everybody's invited downtown. So that way, 15 people will randomly just get to meet the mayor on social media the day before. You can book your appointments for the first 10, and the last five will all be walk-up. Now, the funny thing about this, meeting 15 people, I think everybody should adopt this because you get to meet 15 people from town, and then you have to deal with 15 people as far as counselors go. Oh, and, and then that's the one. And then as far as uh, social programs go, the Connections program mixed with the revamp Expo 67 program mixed with the Strictly Volunteering program can all be extra releases for the Helping Hands program, a program that right now seems to be the only thing that gives people on OW a little bit extra to work with in the month, as well as a bus pass. Now, in these different volunteering programs, that can be a job shadow. Plus, the main focus with connections is to make sure that uh, different people in retirement homes and, you know, different retirees may gather together in different faith centers and actually have people to visit them. And I think that's a great job to have for anybody. And number three would be the Recycle Hope program, which for an OW recipient, they can use it as a savings program towards an educational program, musical instruments, sports equipment, but that can also be for everybody who's not an OW recipient 
but they could also just volunteer a certain amount of hours, get a volunteer number, and then you can also be in that program and have an account to save something for your family as well. What are three skills you will bring to elected office that makes you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians as our mayor? Well, first of all, I can talk with anybody. It doesn't matter whether or not it's down at the tracks or whether it's in Ancaster, Albion Falls, you know, any place Ancaster went on all across town. The fact that I actually care and the fact that I'm actually willing to put in all the extra work that's going to take, knowing that a bunch of the job is actually frustrating. Like I see on the present mayor, his honors face, you can see the frustration that gathers up, but I feel that's worth it. The mayor is the only member of city council with a funded office that includes policy analysts, advisors, and other support staff. How will you effectively use your office to present well-researched policy solutions to city council to improve Hamilton? First of all, I'd use that on a ward-by-ward basis, so that way all wards have the same information, and that way they can grow at the same pace. We've seen this this past week with a couple of the debates, how there were some neighborhood associations that are very strong, and the people in the neighborhoods actually come out and want to see something done. And then there are other neighborhoods in town that don't come out at all. And you wonder about the community involvement. As long as people are going to be involved, we could actually grow together and actually see something happen. The mayor is the head of city council and responsible for leading council including the establishment of decorum and good governance. How will you lead council, and as leader of council, how will you inspire confidence in our local government? Well, you always have to lead by example. You can't just practice or preach something and not practice it. Uh, So, first of all, I would show up every day to work, sick or not. Well, unless it's something totally ridiculous. Now, I would also keep my language clean wherever I'm going now. The problem is, is I'm a smoker. Bad habit. But it's a thing where I should probably switch over to doing the e-cigarettes or so forth, just so that's a better example for kids. But also a commitment to the city where you actually care and you'll actually go out and meet the people. And not just for, you know, a photo op. You know, there's enough places and I'm not that pretty to look at anyways. That's why I like this podcast. As the only citywide elected official and the only local politician with both a full-time communications officer and significant advertising budget, the mayor's office comes with political capital, the ability to set the political agenda and and push forward projects. How will you wisely leverage the mayor's office to achieve results for the residents of Hamilton? Everything gets a pro-Hamilton slant, no matter what it is, whether it's the local sports teams, whether it's local business, whether it's just local people or people from the past of Hamilton, because there are so many different people, you know, who have been wonderful from this place including myself, but, you know, no pats on the back there, sorry. (laughs) No, but as I said, everything needs to be from a Hamilton's perspective. We need to fix that mountain. Perhaps there could be an advertising program that has to do with the fact that Hamilton is about the only city, maybe two others in the world, that actually has a downtown. When people say downtown, they don't have a mountain, so they shouldn't be saying downtown. They should be saying midtown or uptown, something like that. The only other places I can even think of in North America, which would have a downtown would be Montreal because they got a couple of hills and San Francisco. But other than that, Hamilton would be the downtown city. How will you communicate and connect with the residents of Hamilton if elected mayor? Well, first of all, I always like to go old school on this, but I'll talk to you. We can come in to meet the mayor program. Even if I'm up on the weekend and I'm just around town, I'll talk with you. You know, you actually put me in office or somebody, you know, somebody who you knew put me in office. 
But the thing is, is the mirror needs to be touchable. He needs to be reachable. He needs to be where you're not afraid to go up and talk to him. That it doesn't matter what you're dressed like. It doesn't matter what part of town you are from. You know, you can just go up to the mayor and say whatever. Hamilton's zoning regulations prevent the building of multi-unit clustered housing, which is in scale with existing single-family housing, commonly referred to as the missing middle. There are approximately 100,000 Hamiltonians in their 20s and approximately 140,000 Hamiltonians over the age of 65. The missing middle is medium-density transit-connected housing in walkable communities, as important to young renters, first-time owners, and critical for seniors seeking to successfully age in place in the communities they've lived for decades. As the mayor, you will need to address housing challenges in Hamilton. You will face opposition to infill development and provincially mandated intensification. How will you lead on citywide planning and provide the leadership needed to ensure the 740,000 residents projected to live in Hamilton in 2041 truly live in the best place to raise a child and age successfully? Once again, I want to get a consensus from all 15 wards so that way we can match up and find out what programs are being run better what wards in town are actually more involved in the community. We want to take good examples and expand upon those. If somebody's prospering in, par- in the part of town, we want to find out exactly how they did it. If somebody made a mistake in town, we want to make exactly how we will not make that mistake again. So we need to have more information shared openly, and we need to make sure that the councillors work well with the mayor, whoever that be. Since amalgamation, the city of Hamilton has failed to meaningfully engage youth. In late 2017, the city began creating a youth strategy. What is your position on youth engagement, and what are your plans to better engage youth? Well, I do eventually want to bring up some sports programs there, but we need to get the youth involved in volunteering right off the bat because they need to see a little bit of direction going on here and there. We see all kinds of young people there begging across town, and I don't think it's because of being lazy, but I think it's because they've run out of hope. And they just haven't had a good example of somebody who could maybe motivate them, give them some inspiration, and get up and want to enjoy life rather than just exist. The mayor is the voice of our city, the person who people across Hamilton listen to and look to for leadership. How will you lead us during the next four years to reduce poverty in Hamilton and improve the quality of life of Hamiltonians? Well, those first three programs that I had mentioned, Connections, Strictly Volunteering, and the revamped Expo 67, Now, as further releases of the Helping Hand program, we would make them match up with the Helping Hands program, where there would be an additional $300 per month, as well as the bus pass that each one of the recipients who was in a sensitive financial state could actually receive. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting. Ranked balloting enables voters to choose by prioritizing candidates, such as the top three. They feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked ballots? Well, this one I had mentioned to you before. I think it's ridiculous, just like Olympic figure skate judging, because to have one segment decide that these are going to be your stars or whatnot, you know, you can have the front runners and they can offer nothing. I can be over here doing triple axers on quads. It needs to be seen. In a lot of media outlets, there's a very poor bias towards all the candidates or you know, even one sector of society or not. I enjoy doing the podcast here because it's an unbiased situation. How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years? Once again, the Meet the Mayor program for sure, because right off the bat, I'm just saying, come right downtown, come and meet me, see what's here down in City Hall. Everything from volunteering programs to different 
business programs that you might learn something about business. You can actually just pick up some business licensings. You can get your wedding license. You can get a bunch of other licenses. And you can also meet a few different uh, friendly people at the information desk as well. As mayor, you will chair the hiring committee, which will choose Hamilton's new city manager. How will the city of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision-making in hiring a new city manager? And what qualities do you seek in a new city manager? I want to see the same qualities I would see in any fine person. Somebody of honesty, somebody who is accurate at their work, somebody with excellent attendance, and somebody with a great attitude and a willingness to learn. It's 2022. The public record is writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on council? And what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole? Well, I want the people to say that they were encouraged, inspired, and that they grew in happiness. And I want to leave behind helpfulness, honesty, and creativity. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions that you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks that you wish to share? No, but if you've got a couple of surprise ones, you might try to knock me off the base. Thank you for joining us. I wish to thank the co-workers in my co-working space, The Seedworks, who have been very accommodating and helpful of me as I set up and recorded this podcast. This has been episode 98 of the Public Records, The 155 Podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.